Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up your car. Ah, shady tree at Epcot parking lot again. Oh, it sounds wonderful. We're having a shady day here. It's like uh, overcast in 81. We're having a good day before the heat comes marching back in this week. Uh, ours marched in. Ours uh, just kind of hangs out. Although we've had some overcast days this year. It's, uh, we've had more of a rain in mornings than in a long time that I remember. So we've had some days where it just kind of stayed dreary and rainy all day, which is unusual for us. So. Yeah, it's been a weird year. Like it's been an uns- it's been either blazing hot or perfect here. We haven't. <laughs> it, it's been weird. Like last week, because uh, during my birthday, I played golf and I had a nice week, and it was like seventy-eight to eighty-one, like all last oh, nice. week. It was it was like a heaven week, and today it's that way. And now all of a sudden, it's going to go back up to like ninety-five and one hundred percent humidity the rest of the week. I, and I even think that's worse when it goes back and forth like that than if you just get used to it. <laughs> it's uh, well, we're used to it. So uh, what do you end up? Yes, yes, you are, but. Now, so what is new with you, Johnny? How's work? How's the bus driving going? Uh, you've been working some crazy hours, haven't you? Yeah, actually, uh, I'm, I'm trying to adjust it, and I, I really need to have a day off. So what I'm doing is I'm extending every day. So ever since I got back from our little two-night or one-night stay over there at Coronado, I've extended every night. So if I just add two, three hours on to every day, then I'm able to have uh, – uh, a day off and that seems to work out better because i don't have to pay for gas and tolls to get up here that yeah. one seventh day so it does work out a little better yeah so. well that's awesome that you can extend and i know the worst part of your job is driving to and from you really don't mind the job that much from everything i hear from you am i wrong no the drives uh, the the job's not bad and i don't mind the drive that much i mean it's a it's a pain but it's it is what it is i don't have to deal with traffic uh, I just have the distance, you know, yeah. so I've got like, I've got maybe 10 or 12 red lights that I hit on the way off of Disney property. And then I have one more on my way home <laughs> yeah. on the turnpike. So, and I don't mind that it's the, it's the stop and go. You know, honestly, Doug, I would rather live where I live 65 miles away and have that hour and 20 minute drive than to live 
20 miles away and have an hour and 20 minute drive of sitting in traffic you know what i mean no so, i hear you yeah because there are some places in st cloud champions gate um Kissimmee areas around here where they're if they get off at 4 30 their drive is every bit as long as mine is so that's a darn shame if only uh you could have a 10 minute drive john yeah yeah yeah, yeah possibility but it's it's a couple of years down the way now so yeah, we'll be praying for you and yeah i gotta uh you know we have that uh newer honda we bought and i gotta put that in the shop next week i last week it was my birthday and on and we had a good week and we we took it we took the car to inspection last week and and i'm sitting there where we went on the way home we stopped and seen my mom we went by the gravestone to say hello to my mom and i'm looking over and there's this dent in my honda door it's like a crease it, and it was like i thought it was a shadow at first it was like a v-shaped crease here somebody must have hit our car dented our car pushed it fell into it or something and dented it nobody told us shopping cart i don't think it was a shopping cart because there was no paint missing but it could have okay. been but it was either one or two things i mean i think either and and you want to know why i know somebody whoever did it knew they did it and covered it up because i haven't i had the car is white and i haven't washed it in a couple weeks it's been you know you know it was a few a few weeks since i've washed it down and where it's dented the car is completely wiped clean john like there's no dirt no dot like you can't even see where the imprint was that hit it if you understand what i'm saying yeah so somebody covered up their crime but what happened was it, it isn't and it isn't even it isn't even a dent it's like a crease what happened is whoever because the metal on these cars nowadays is is aluminum thin it's like a beer can you know what i'm saying john all yeah. the newer cars are Anyway, there's like a roll cage bar in the door. It's your protection bar. Here, what it looks like is somebody fell into it or leaned into it, bent it around the bar, and then it popped back out. So it just left a fine crease in the door. So whoever did it, it was either somebody did it in the parking lot, a kid maybe fell down into it or something. You follow me? Because the car sits low. Or I'm thinking even my dealership because we had the oil changed like the week before that. And I'm thinking maybe the guy up on the lift leaned into the car and pushed it in and never told us, and I didn't notice it when I picked the car up. But anyhow, I got to go pay $500 deductible and get my car fixed because of some idiot uh, messed up my car and didn't tell me. Now, who does that, John? Well, you'd be amazed. But could you ever do something like that? I know I couldn't. I haven't. So, no, I don't think, I don't believe I could. No, I, I. You know, people do. Now, I've hit cars with footballs when I was a kid playing in parking lots. I went in and told the owner and, and actually given up my, you know, my money to pay, help pay for it. You follow me to help with the deductible, yeah. you know, but I don't I mean, it really pisses you off. I mean, Brenda was on the fence because it was one of those things that it's if I didn't tell you it was there, I wouldn't you wouldn't know it was there if you follow me. But with me, I won't take my off. And, and I feel once you start to let a car go like that, it's all downhill from there. You know what I'm saying? Once the first dent gets in it, then the you know then you're not worried about it as much. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you have that first uh, first dingling done to it, <laughs> then, you, then you're like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. I will I won't get the I won't get the I won't wash it this week. And uh, if the shopping, I'll park a little closer. And if a shopping cart hits me, I'll be okay. Yeah, so. yeah. So whoever the the scumbag is that did it to me, I I hope you do listen, or or I hope I hope your car gets dented. Is it? it I, I can't believe somebody could do that. So, yeah, next Monday I got to drop it off and I, 
and I get, the only positive thing is I get a free rental car for a couple weeks. And, and the and the other thing is with the pandemic and all, know how we're all having problems finding certain things and all. The yeah. reason I, this happened a few weeks, like I said, a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to try to get in right away. And the reason it was pushed back a few weeks is because they said they're having problems getting parts. All the dealerships can't get parts right now. So I'm wondering how long this little door is going to take to do with them having problems getting parts. Yeah, so. yeah it might take a while, and then you'll, you'll get to try another car. Yeah, so hopefully it's something cool. I get something cool to... Uh, they're covering that at least. It's going to cost me 500 bucks so to get it fixed, but I can't. It, it'll it'll nag at me, John. Gnaw at me if I don't get it done right away. Yeah. So, anywho, how was your trip, John? You guys got to stay two beautiful days at Coronado Springs. Yeah, actually. Uh, so, uh, in my, uh, I've got pictures of Coronado. I've got pictures of Disney Springs and pictures of everything we tried at uh, the food and fine uh, food and what. Yeah, Epcot's Food and Wine Festival up on my Twitter account. So if you're interested and you want to take some uh, looks, uh, I'm at Beer Solo. So follow me and uh, you can see all these pictures. But uh, yeah, we uh, I got up. Uh, let's see, I worked late Sunday night, got home at like 2:30, and when I woke up at nine o'clock, uh, I had a text from Disney already that our room was ready on Monday morning. So uh, it was great. So we got ready, um, shoved everything in the car, and and hauled butt over there, got there about 11 o'clock, and uh, uh, went right to our room. Uh, and it was a nice room. There was nothing spectacular about it, but it's themed nice, and it's themed after the three Caballeros from uh, uh, the Mexican boat ride now. So, And that's pretty cool. So yeah. you get a, yeah, a, lot of, uh, a lot of Southwest and, uh, I guess, uh, old-style Mexico and uh, uh, South American decor type stuff, a lot of cactus on the landscaping and stuff like that. It's a beautiful resort. So um, we checked in. We walked over to the uh, uh, food court area there shared a philly cheesesteak well we'll call it a cheesesteak I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, call it a, a philly cheesesteak we, we shared a cheesesteak uh for lunch yeah and john we, i was uh, gonna say that's blasphemy there don't it's a yeah. cheesesteak don't call it a philly cheesesteak because yeah, yeah, it's I'll not call it a cheesesteak yeah i'll call it a cheesesteak it wasn't bad though um it was edible and so we shared that for lunch and then we headed over to uh disney springs and we had reservations for the edison that evening but we ended up walking around, and we still had like a couple hours before the reservation was due. And, uh, well, we'll, we'll swing by the boathouse and just uh, maybe sit down and have a drink. So we walked into the boathouse, and I had a couple of oysters, and Lisa had a couple of shrimp. And it was the freshest seafood I think I've ever had. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> no, actually, I take that back. There was one time I was sitting uh, at John's Pass in the Gulf of, at the Gulf of Mexico and the shrimp boat had just unloaded. So <laughs> that was probably the freshest shrimp I ever had. Uh, uh, it's kind of like the shrimp I raved on and on and on about at Tutu Gusto's that day. I mean, I told you, I literally felt like I was I was biting the poor things and killing them as I was eating them. That's how fresh they were. <laughs> I was like yeah. apologizing for each bite. Sorry, guys. I know you just passed. You just came out of the boat. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, and the, the shrimp, they were, uh, they must have been U10s because they were big size uh, 
big size shrimp, well, one, two ounces a piece, I would say at least. Um, and then the oysters, they do a fantastic job of shucking oysters there. I mean, I, I get, I buy myself oysters all the time, throw them on the grill or I'll even re eat them raw if I feel like it. But when I shuck them, I do, I, I am not a professional shucker. So, no. uh, I say that carefully, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I tend to lose the brine and the, and the salt water out of them and stuff like that. And they do a fantastic job there. They're, they're perfect and ready to go. And you still have it, it, to me, a raw oyster, when it's done right, it tastes like a little bit of the ocean and I love the ocean. So it, it, it was fantastic. So. Uh, we enjoyed the oysters. I had some kind of big old mixed uh, cocktail thing called uh, uh, shipwreck, and Lisa had a, a glass of Pinot Noir uh, to go with the shrimp. So I really enjoyed that. And, it was, you know, I mean, for what I had three oysters, three shrimp, glass, and Lisa had a glass of wine, and I had a, a big old mixed drink. How much do you think we spent with the tip included and everything? Uh, let me see here. Uh, I'll say forty dollars. Yeah, you're a little shy on that one. It was fifty nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was it was expensive for a little snacky poo, but it, it it's an experience too, you know. At the same time, so um, that was enjoyable. And but we ate that, and then we we're kind of like debating on the Edison, and we're still gonna go there. But we wandered over to uh, Raglan Road, a little gift shop in there, and I ran ran in and got me a couple items from the. Uh, the gift shop because they had a really good sale on their beer glasses and shot glasses. So yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> but, um, while I was in there, Lisa was looking at the, there's that cooks of Dublin right there that has some really good fish and chips, but they do have a lot of batter on it. So we really didn't want that. And, but, um, they, every once in a while they have this silly thing called a hog in a box and it's like served in a Chinese food container, you know, the, uh, the looking, uh, the odd looking box, but it has uh, pork stuffing, shredded um, pork shoulder, uh, mat, uh, like little baby potatoes, and pearl onions. And it's all simmered together. And you would think that would be really greasy, but the way they make it somehow, it's not. It's really moist and juicy, but not greasy. And uh, we ended up just sharing that, and that did it for us. For <laughs> so we ended up canceling the Edison and, and heading back to the resort. But we did a lot of wandering around Disney Springs. Um, I did a lot of shopping and, and uh, had a really good time. It was a lot of fun. So, and I ended up buying, and, and I working all this time. I don't even have that much time to, to cook, but I couldn't help it. I went into that spice spice place over there and ended up buying four different mixes and stuff. For, <laughs> one for the smoker and one for this and one for that. So, nah, I love those spices. I I meant to grab some. It was one of those deals. We were our last trip at Disney Springs quite a few times, you know, because where we stayed there at the Wyndham. And I kept saying, "Now we'll get it. We'll get it tomorrow, or get it, you know." And, and then I forgot to get it. You know what I mean? Because we were even yeah. there that one night with you guys. Yeah, yeah. That when we were at Paddlefish and hung out, we went to the soap place, and the girls all bought soap and all that yep. stuff. I meant to buy it that night, and I said, oh, "I'll come back and get it." And I was so pissed off. I'm on the plane home. I said, "Damn it!" And Brenda's like, "Well, I got <laughs> forgot my spices." You know, I love those spices, especially the Flame Tree barbecue stuff that they had over at the animal kingdom i meant to get more of that too yeah I, I keep forgetting to look for that when i'm in the animal kingdom of course i haven't been over there in, in forever now but but yeah that that little spice place is really cool you can open them up and smell all the different spices and getting and everyone we've tried from there has been uh fantastic really so it works out really well yeah i bought one that's uh supposed to be italian 
uh, let's see, Italian street fair. And it goes fantastic with like uh, Italian sausage and peppers and onions, you know. Uh, so uh, no, that sounds really good. It's nice. Yeah. I love that stuff. I mean, uh, you know, we love to cook. Like tonight, we're doing a fresh linguine with a. We're gonna do like our own little kind of shrimp scampi, and we're gonna do mom because she can't have fish. We're gonna do linguine and all by itself, and then we uh, bought chicken tenders to slice up to put in hers. If you follow me, so it ought to be pretty good. I'm looking forward to it. I actually look forward to cooking on Sundays with Brenda, Saturday and Sundays. So you got to get, now you'll start, get your day off. You'll be able to start cooking a little more again. I'm making spaghetti and meatballs on Tuesdays. So yeah, I haven't had a chance in a while, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's not, I I love cooking, John. I really do. It's one of my favorite things to do. So, so how was your room? Uh, It was nice. I mean, it was clean. Uh, Everything was, I don't know. It's kind of. Uh, I told Lisa it, it feels awkward in a way because the bathroom it's got it has two sliding doors instead of one regular door if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So when even when you close the door you almost feel like you're on display. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, um, that's how the Wyndham had that. It had they, everybody's into these barn doors now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you have the the peaky boo spot. Yep. <laughs> and 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 I'm not being smart. Like if those oysters mix with that shrimp and that piggy wiggy want to come out, you feel like you're there's no holding it in the bathroom. It's going to escape. I, I need some privacy, please. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you don't want pig in the box or out picking the the whole room. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's kind of like that. Yeah. So I get it. I mean, the good thing about the window was that at least the shower. The ba- the they had the barn door where the makeup area was like the the bar the the, the sinks the t- the sinks yep. are, but when you went into the shower and the toilet they did have a, a shut door it was like it was like Riverside there, but instead of the curtain you got the barn door and then the regular door into the bathrooms you know what I'm talking about yeah yep yep that's yep. much better but uh, yeah I could see barn door barn door I think uh, the barn's gonna get out the door. Yeah, yeah, so I wasn't too fond of that. But like I said, the decor was really nice. The resort was nice. Um, so, so you didn't stay it, in the tower. You stayed in the regular rooms, right? Yeah, yeah, we were stayed in the Range Arrows uh, Section 3. Bus Stop 3, by the way. <laughs> okay. Now, <did laughs> I don't you, know how I'd know that. But Now, did you take a trip over and check out the tower a little bit? Uh, no, actually, we spent that entire night at Disney Springs, and then we got up the next morning and just went to Epcot. So, uh, okay. no, we walked around the resort to get lunch, and then we just, we meant to get over and look at the tower, but we never did. So, And I know the Toledo, the restaurant, had just is, it's opening this week or last week or something, so it wasn't open at the time. And so, uh, nah. Yeah. See, I'd have had to do the moseying on over to that tower while I was waiting for Brenda to get ready in the morning. That's when I did it. I did the sneak off because I so I have time. That's when I did a lot of my exploring at the Wyndham too in the morning while she was getting ready. When I would go down to get, she get in the shower and I'd run down and get the coffees and stuff. But I knew I had a half hour before I needed to get the coffee to look around. Nah, I took that chance to go to the pool. So yeah, well, I'm too sexy to hang out at the pool too often, John, by myself. You know, I don't get, I don't get left alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, somebody pick you up and take you back, right? Uh, yeah, just the constant look at him and point at me and you know i just i get uncomfortable there john i can understand i, yeah. I, I see him. yeah just... it's, it's it's sad didn't you remember we were recording at the windlands pool i kept getting hit on and all that stuff john it's very annoying yeah i was surprised <laughs> you, 
I, 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 was, I was amazed that you turned so many men down. But. Yes. <laughs> hey, not that there's anything wrong with that, John. Uh-huh. They thought you were my boy toy, Johnny. So uh, there you go, there you go. <laughs> but anywho, so what did you have over at Food and Wine? What was good? All right. So, I, I, and I, like I said, I took pictures and tweeted out most of these. So we're gonna just gonna look at my Twitter account here, and I can tell you exactly what I thought of them. Um, so the first place we tried was Hawaii, and Lisa, of course, got the Hawaiian pork slider, uh, which was good, but it's basically the same thing you get every year. It was it was good, good you know. I mean, but what else can you say? You have it every year. Um, mm-hmm. So, so well, I got the tuna poke, and well, actually, and, and I don't want to cut you off. And I'll agree no, with no, you. No, never, never. No, never. but I'll agree with you. But I, but on the other hand, you only have it once every year, so it isn't like you're having it too much. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying, John? So yeah. I, I'll defend. Like, it's not rare I defend Disney, but you know what I'm saying. It's rare that you do get to, uh, you know, it's once a year. It's every year, but at least you're only eating it once a year, so it does taste good. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. But, uh, again, it's it, 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 probably everybody that listens to our show has tried it at least once. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and it's it's always a, a good condition. That was a, what else I was going to say. Everything we tried this year, we enjoyed. I don't think we, we spent money on anything that I felt was a waste of money and was a disappointment. Um, so I, some things I liked better, but all of it was good. I, I'll tell you what. I, I felt the same way for 95% of Flower and Garden. There was a couple that we didn't like, but it just wasn't in my taste palette. It wasn't like I felt they did something wrong for the most part. Yeah, yeah, and occasionally you get something like that where you can tell the quality of the item itself is good. Yeah. It's just it doesn't match what you like uh, taste-wise. So, you know, so. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, actually I had the the tuna poke there at Hawaii, and I think it was $6.99 or something at $6.50, and it was actually – a uh, pretty good size, like a shot glass, or no, uh, more like a mixed uh, drink glass, full of uh, good tuna, i.e. tuna, and it was that was probably what I thought was the best deal of the day because it was actually just sto- uh, stocked full of freaking uh, uh, good pieces, of, good hunks of tuna. Um, yeah, so I didn't think that was a bad deal at all. So. No. And what else was a? Uh, how was it like roaming around there again with the mask on, John? Uh, only inside. So outside, it was uh, outside. You're fine. Um, so when we went into Mouse Gear, when we went into, I don't even know if we went. Oh, any of the stores, of course. You had to. I mean, you had to have it in your pocket all the time. Uh, so it's annoying, but uh, I mean, you do well, what you got to do. So. Get vaccinated, please. Get vaccinated <laughs> for all of us. I mean, me and my wife went out today, and uh. She's telling me, she goes, uh, well, because Brenda had her mask with her, and she goes, because some of the stores are asking you to do it again. They're not requiring it, but they're asking you. And I told her, I'm not wearing it. I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. I'll order everything from Amazon then. If, if I ain't allowed in the stores now, I did everything that I was supposed to do. I'm not wearing it. I'm done with it. I mean, if I had to go to a, hospital, a doctor's, something like that, yeah, I'll wear it. But going in the local store, I don't, I don't, I don't feel bad no more. I'm not wearing it. Lisa went to uh, a doctor's appointment this week uh, at uh, our local clinic, um, and they, she's waiting in line to check in, and there's a guy in front of her, 
Um, and she kind of overhears the conversation and he's saying, yeah, I need to get tested for COVID. Apparently my girlfriend has it. And so I don't know. So he's in the doctor's office without a mask on or anything. Well, that's so a moron. Lisa takes a step back. Well, no, I didn't get vaccinated. No. And so now I got to get tested. So, and she takes a step back and she waits for him to finish and she goes up there. So later on, after unless he the, has some underlying condition, so don't hate me, but you know, if he's totally healthy, totally healthy, he should be vaccinated. Go ahead. So, but, but he, you know, she could hear uh, his girlfriend had it and stuff like that. So, uh, she goes to her doctor's appointment about an hour later. <clears throat> she ends up at Walmart shopping before she heads home. He's in Walmart with his girlfriend, both with no masks on walking morons. around. Absolute morons. What is wrong with people, Doug? What is wrong with people? <laughs> morons. Like I told you, absolute moron. You think you might have something and you're going to go where you're going to go out without a mask. Not only he, he might have it. She does, does have, have it. it. I mean, it's moronic. I mean, I I, I feel comfortable because I did what I'm supposed to. Do. You understand what yeah. I'm saying, John? I, I don't want to. I don't. I I don't want to. I did what I was supposed to do, and that's it. I mean, I don't understand why you can mask mandate, but you can't vaccinate mandate. I, it just makes no sense to me. But neither here nor there. But I I. I I don't see low. I mean, I don't know. When you're in these stores, I mean, I feel blind from the neck down when I'm in, when I have a mask on, when I'm walking around. Yeah, and and I don't like driving with it. But, I mean, and I, when we're uh, obviously we do when there's guests on board, um, we have to. But I mean, I've I've came in a couple of times, and if I'm empty, I'm taking the mask off. I I, I have better vision. I can see better, and there's nobody on the bus. So what does it matter? And I actually, I've had a couple of uh, other drivers tell me, not leaders, other drivers tell me, well, you should be wearing a mask when you're, at all times when driving. Uh, well, mind your own damn business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and, and the thing is, John, like I have to wear a mask on stilts. Tell me how fun that would be. I, I, my, my looking down vision. You're trying to see and you can't see. So. Yeah, but I, okay, I could fall and hurt myself, but you know, it's just. It's just crazy with everything right now. It's just things that make you go home. I, I, I just don't know why and what, who, what, why, when, and where. We're not, everybody's not getting the vaccine. But now, roaming around, you, Mouse Gears is the new one. What is it called? What's, what's the new place? Creation Place or whatever the hell it's called? Is that close uh, to being open? Creation Shop or something. Yeah. No, this is, still the, this is still the Kmart Mouse Gear. Yeah. Um, so that's still open. So. But I'm saying, will you buy that? Was the creation? St- I'm calling it the creation station, which used to be Mouse Gears. Is is that close to being open? Uh, you really can't tell. They still have all the all the walls up. So okay. yeah, you really don't know. Yeah, I didn't know if they took some so, down or started yeah. to move things because it's been a no, while. No, it's still it's still a huge pain in the butt to get in and out of uh, to the main entrance. Dude, coming so. in the main entrance to go back to where. Uh, test track is i feel like i'm walking further to go back there now than i do when i walked american world showcase for some reason yeah and it's and it's it you know it 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 was like that for so long at disney springs and we finally got rid of it at disney springs and then it was like that at uh hollywood studios for so long getting into hollywood studios when they were working on the bus loops and now it's done over there that's been done over there but now epcot's like it's like can we just get all this done please Please, mm. I just want to walk. I don't. I, I hate the cattle shoots. No, you know? yeah. The sun beats down. There's no wind. It's miserably hot in there. So. And then you always get the morons walking the wrong way in them. Oh you yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. Or I mean, you know, I, I want to ask them, and I and and you're not a moron if if you're from 
England or Ireland, and you do drive on the other side of the road, I forgive you. But when they're walking on the wrong side, I want to ask them, are, are you from this country? Why are you on that side of the road? Why are you walking on that side? You know, it, it just, I don't know. But how was that? So what else did you eat, Johnny? Uh, so we went to uh, Canada and obviously had the tenderloin filet, and then I had a glass of Cabernet to go with it. And that was fantastic. Um, they they cooked them a little more to my liking, I think, this time than maybe yours, because mine was actually probably right between uh, medium or rare and medium rare. So uh, yeah, they were they were fantastic. Uh, obviously, all they always the truffle mushroom sauce is fantastic so and again nothing new there i mean you know we have the tenderloin filet every year but it's it's good to see that they actually are doing a good job of grilling and they weren't bad size uh uh fillets so they were pretty decent size so yeah mine's between uh medium and well you follow me yeah uh, I, I i just don't want no blood dude if it's if it's still a pink and partially brown, I'm good. That's where I like it, in between there. Like, now it starts to just get brown and you have the pink intertwined in it. That's like, per- yeah. that's my perfect cook. No, so. no, these were these were definitely closer to, you probably would have had to take them back because there was definitely a little bloodiness. But uh, that's that's how I prefer them, so they were fantastic. See, I'd have, I'd have pushed on it and told them to keep cooking. <laughs> there you go. So... Uh, we ended up in Morocco. Uh, we ordered at the Tangerine Cafe because that's where the food and wine festival stuff is set up is inside there. Um, and then we took the items back to eat inside uh, Restaurant Marrakesh, which is obviously closed down, but the dining room is open. So it was, it was a nice chance to sit in there for the first time in a long time because we the only time we've even been inside there is the one time we ate there. Um, so Now, were you, young, were you asking for the belly dancer like I heard, John? You know, she never showed up. I was kind of horribly <laughs> disappointed. Oh, speaking of her, Doug, we've talked about the, the belly dancer a couple of times. There used to be a woman, and I don't know if she was just a belly dancer, but before Mo Rockin was out there, there was a woman that would come out, and I think she would sing with the, the band a little bit, and she would dance too. I have a picture of JJ when he's like 14 months old, maybe even a little younger than that, and he's uh, fascinated. You can tell he's fascinated by the silver danglers that were on her dress you know the little <laughs> silver things but he's looking right at her uh uh upper torso <laughs> uh, <laughs> and i'm just grinning like a goober so yeah. it's, it's a really good picture but yeah he looks uh he looks fascinating <laughs> he's a, he's looking a little north of the belly <laughs> yeah it's a little a little bit a little yeah bit. but uh, that's funny yeah i don't know i just i enjoyed the uh like the, the meal was just there it was like it was we were on free dining so it was okay but the belly dancer during dinner just kind of was a little off-putting to i, I just wasn't into it i'm sorry <laughs> you know it was weird you know uh, doug, doug was trying to put dollar bills under guard yeah no 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 Brett, I, I just yeah you feel uncomfortable doing that with like watching a belly dancer with your wife there if you it's just weird so i'm not into the belly dancer or Chippendales dancer either while I'm having fine dining. No, <laughs> you know, just not me, dude. Yeah, neither one, huh? Yeah. Okay. You did get a La Fin de Mon, too, I seen on this trip. Yes, I did. Uh, Canada had La Fin de Mon again, so I uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. Walking around Epcot, uh, walking around Canada. The, the stores in Canada are open again up top, uh, but half of the stores in Great Britain are still closed. And I don't get that at all. I, don't, I mean, if you're open, reopening things, why are not all the stores open? So. I guess they can't get employees like the rest of the country right now. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. 
What about uh now is any of the uh is uh, some of the cast members from the countries back or is it getting more and more full with the the different uh from the different countries working there again? You know, I did uh uh not only uh walking around that day but I did the cash shuttle last night at Epcot until midnight. Um and there's I would say there's some um, some waiters and waitresses in Italy from Italy and then there's some women from japan that are working in japan but in china but that's really about it that i've noticed uh there's a couple of uk guys that obviously uh live here and they've been here for a long time because they're the uh older gentlemen um so they're not the college kids but as for the co- i think everybody that i've seen so far are still the professional people that have actually moved here and actually do live and work here I haven't seen any of the international college uh, kids back yet. Okay. So. I honestly don't think I could eat at Rosen Crown until it's totally full of, you know, the employees from, you know, England and Scotland, and I just want them back. It's It, it won't be the same eating there with, without that the, the British accent, if you follow me. Oh, yeah, I'm not I'm not doing Beer Garden or Rosen Crown. I've done both of those since. Uh, the pandemic, and I'm not doing either one of them until the. And, and it sounds stupid, but that's part of the experience. I mean, I want to, I want, I want Gretchen or Hans to serve me yeah. a beer garden, not Frank from Reno. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. So I, I can't wait till that gets back to normal. I mean, we're still having problems with a lot of the hotel rooms not being open yet. I'm having problems doing booking still with getting the proper rooms for people. It's it's really aggravating. So yeah. Yeah. But uh, so where else did you go, John? Where else did you eat and hang out at? Well, the 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 kebabs we had in uh, Morocco, they both of them looked like they were crispy and burnt, um, but they weren't. They were actually just really, really well seared on the outside and just full of uh, juiciness and uh, deliciousness on the inside. Both of those were the surprising items of the day: the chicken kebab and the lamb kebab. Um, I, I I actually wiped the drool off that picture on Twitter from <laughs> the picture you yeah. put out of them. Yeah, they were really fantastic. Uh, I was surprised at how, how much we both liked them. Um, she loved the chicken, and I thought the lamb was actually done fantastic. It was it was spicier than the chicken, so, uh, you know, if you don't like spiciness, you probably wouldn't like it that much. But, yeah, I thought it was great. And then uh, we Well, that's good over... to hear, too, that they actually had a little spice because you know how Disney's been. Yes. Yes. I mean, I've been going through the menus more and more and more, and, and you even have to admit too that these menus are getting to the point where almost every every steakhouse has the same meal. Well, every it, it it's like so have, I mean, so streamlined of the same things everywhere. Yes, they have a New York strip, they have a, a boneless, skinless chicken breast, and they have some kind of sustainable fish, which is usually tilapia. And then different uh, different restaurants will put different sauces on the steaks and different sauces on the chicken. But a lot of the a lot of restaurants, all three of those items are going to be on there in some way, fr- shape, or fashion. You know, yeah. uh, not your fine fine dining like Narcusi's or uh, um, those places, but a lot of places I would say the middle of the road like uh, uh, Turf Club and uh, Olivia's and uh, uh, the uh, boat rights and yeah. uh, 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 everything has a New York strip steak. I, yeah. I mean, New York strip's okay, but I don't want it all the dang time, you know. So. 
No, it's they streamlined. So it's nice to hear that they got some spice on there. If you like it, it's good. If not, it's not. But it, at least it's a little bit of a different option if, if you follow. Yeah, me. I didn't even think about it when I ate in there, but uh, ate that. But eating that lamb kebab in there was pretty much what I wanted to try the day we did eat at uh, Restaurant Marrakesh. And I had lamb that day. And it was just like they had taken the lamb shake and boiled in a pot of water and then plopped it on the plate. There was no seasoning, no flavor whatsoever. They had really dumbed it down for the American palate. Yeah. And uh, that's disappointing. I mean, I'm here to, to try some some unique or, or a version of uh, authentic cuisine and to, to have it taste like that. It was disappointing. So No, the, the lamb was fantastic. I thought it was great. So. And how is uh, Lisa handling no shawarma platter? She was disappointed. Very, very disappointed. So. I wonder we'll if there's any chance of that coming back. I don't know. And, 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 uh, like I said, they have the whole food and wine festival booth set up in there right now. So I, I have a funny, I have a funny, funny feeling that that country might change to something else. I have a feeling. I really do. There, there's certain uh, a lot of the Middle East that it could be, but a lot of that would be wrapped up in controversy if they put uh, uh, Israel in there or if they did something like that. Well, well yeah. what if they put Greece in there because Greece is part of, part of the Spice Road table? Uh, the Mediterranean. So yes. I guess it would work, but I don't. Yeah, and I guess some of those uh, stalls would look reminiscent of some of of greece so yeah or, greece is pretty or they re, they could redo it, the whole facade of the court i mean redo yeah, the whole yeah. yeah they don't have to use those existing buildings yeah but true, I, true. I could i i don't know i could see that i mean because face it i mean and i'm not even trying to be mean or smart here but i've never heard anybody say the moroccan pavilions are a favorite have you? I know it's my it's if it's my favorite, but it is one of my favorite to one of my most I have the most pictures of it probably um, yeah. because I I like walking back in nearby restaurant Marrakesh and it's one of the few places where you can turn around and you're totally surrounded by uh, immersion into the the country. You yeah. know, you really can't see the promenade and stuff like that. And you feel like you there for a little bit. You do feel like you are somewhere in the Middle East. So. Yeah, and China's kind of a little like that too. If you get back in the market and all. Yeah. In the very yeah, I back. Suppose, I, yeah. I suppose in Canada you can get yeah. back by the Rockies, by the waterfall yeah. and stuff like that. But, you yeah. know, I, I really like uh, Morocco, and I love walking through the little uh, um, uh, kiosks they have set up with all the different stalls and different shops and stuff like that. We bought a lot of – we've actually bought a lot of seasoning out of that place too because uh, – uh, really like uh, Moroccan food. Obviously, the shawarma platter. So you know. So. Yeah, and and but I'm just saying, like uh, the restaurant Marrakesh has never been anybody's favorite yeah. for some reason. As much as we rant and rave about how great Spice Road Tables is, it's never packed. No, no, it's not. That's what I'm saying. That that whole country is underutilized. If you understand what I'm saying, it could. Yeah. It could be. It needs more. It needs to be used more. More people need to go to it. And I could see them changing it, especially to, to curve the crowds, because you need more. You need every one of those pavilions to be a big attraction. Yeah, to handle crowds. Yeah. Yeah. So. 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 Well, speaking of Greece, uh, moving on, we we tried the. Uh, they brought back my griddled uh, cheese uh, with honey and pistachios at the Greek booth, and you it were was happy every bit with of, that. <laughs> yeah, every bit as good as I remember. So it was. Uh, it was fantastic. So, really enjoyed it. And uh, I, I don't know. It's it's it seems like an odd combination, but it it uh, balances everything out really well. 
And uh, I'm not even a big sweets guy, but uh, dipping that cheese into honey, man, it's it, uh, for some reason it tastes fantastic. So, yeah, it's delish. I did a, uh, I did honey and a, I, I, I for some reason uh, my brother uh, Toe Mater, who I took to the races and all with me, we had a great day. I was take, talking to him the day or two after, and he put he went out and bought a, a ham steak and was throw it on the grill. Now you know how much I grill. I've never thrown a ham on the grill, John. Never threw a ham steak on the grill. So him saying that made me want to go out and buy one. And I went out and bought fresh pineapple too, John, and got a little bit of uh, honey, a little bit of cinnamon, and a little bit of butter and whisked up a sauce and put on the uh, pineapples and threw it on the grill. And my God, was that good, that ham steak with those honey pineapples on there. Doesn't sound good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could go for that for lunch. So, so but... No, I mean, I know what you're saying. The point I was trying to make, just it's just weird how that little bit of honey will fire up that, that cheese for you. It really makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Really and nice to see that they brought something back because that's been absent, I think, for six, seven years. So it was nice to see that again. Uh, so uh, I got two more items that we tried that day. Uh, I ended up trying the original-style uh, buffalo chicken wings from the uh, uh, Brew Wing uh place location there in odyssey restaurant how are they well let's see doug i went in there and i got the wings and then you know me i like my beers i like la fin de mon i like stuff a little bit odd off the wall and stuff like that but with wings what do you want with wings doug a regular beer I want a Bud Light. Doug. There you go. It's awesome. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want a blueberry and a raspberry. And yeah, because and it's gonna it's gonna ruin the flavor of the wings. I just want a good cold, crisp Bud Light. That's all I want. So I actually had to get the buffalo wings, and then I walked all the way over there by Mouse Gear to get me a Bud Light to go with them. <laughs> so dang it, I was gonna have me a regular beer and buffalo wings. And actually, the wings were surprisingly good. They were. Um, uh, really tasty. Um, they weren't dried out, um, and I didn't think they were that bad of a deal because, let's see, my local Beef O'Brady's, I think their wings, and they're not even that good, are usually, uh, when they're on sale, they're a dollar a piece. Um, so, and I broke it down. What I paid for the buffalo wings here were, uh, I think, a dollar ten a piece or a dollar a piece. Uh, so you get, yeah, you got six of them for seven dollars or six of them for six bucks. So it wasn't Not bad. bad. They have a little yeah. meat on them too. Good amount yeah. of meat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they weren't they weren't the jumbo ones, but they weren't the minuscule ones that I've had a couple of places either. So they were somewhere in between. Yeah, um, I've had the ones like Bronze and and uh, Wingette. So I've gotten them in places where it's all batter and no meat. Oh yeah. Well, these didn't even have the batter. They were naked. So. Yeah. Don't talk dirty like that on this show, John. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anywho, no, I, uh, I, I, I'm glad you enjoyed them, and I'd have been with you. And I even commented on Twitter. I said, "You finally drank a good beer today." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The good stuff. You finally had the good stuff, John. But now, then you really made us sad. Me and Tommy Lee, you know, my buddy Tommy and me, you made us feel bad because we weren't down there with you drinking your Kieran over at Japan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I used to take this picture. So uh, ever since taking my son to Epcot long time ago, we'd walk by that statue there in Japan with the uh, the general, I think it is, uh, on the horse. And I had read years and years ago that, you know, uh, 
so if you see a, a statue of a general on a horse, if he's got two legs, if the horse is rearing up and he's got t- just two legs on the ground, it means he died in battle. If mm. the horse has one leg lifted up, it means the general died of wounds sustained in battle, but not actually in battle. And then if all four legs are on the ground, that means the he died of uh, natural causes. And so every time we'd walk past that statue, I'd tell my son that and we'd get a picture there. So I've got like seven years of me and him just as he grew of me and him standing in front of that statue and me telling him the same damn thing every time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... but nonetheless, so when he started staying at home, I would take the picture of me looking all sorrowful in front of that statue and going, where's my buddy at? <laughs> and send it to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So now That's I'm doing funny. the same thing to you and uh, Tommy, you yeah. know. I got, I, but instead of the statue, I got my frozen Karen. Where's my buddies at? So. Yeah, we had a good time there that day. We hung out there as uh, Bre- Judith bringing back wine for Brenda. We were having our own little party up there, weren't we, John? We had a yeah, good time. Yeah, we, we sat there for about an hour and a half or something. Yeah, so. that was great. That That's good times right there. We had... All the hanging out at Epcot was phenomenal at all the different booths. I, ex- I absolutely loved that on our last trip. That was my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And just wandering around Epcot with buddies is, uh, is a good time. And then stopping every once in a while and having a drink is, makes it makes it the best. So then the last thing I tried, Doug, was the pork skins with pimento cheese and a Bloody Mary. Woo! That, that's the way to finish the evening. So. And how was it? It was fantastic, but it really hit me hard. I, I think uh, pimento cheese on a – and if you don't know what pimento cheese is, it's a southern thing. And it's basically cheddar cheese, mayonnaise, cream cheese, and pimento peppers, which when it's 90 degrees and hot, you probably shouldn't do it. So, of course, it ended up making me feel bad. Yeah. Um, and I had to wander off for, for a while and try to try to get it through my system. But, yeah, it just wasn't wasn't pleasant. So, I don't know. We hung out for about an hour after that and then headed home. But I think we were done eating by that time anyway. So, all, well, all good, a fantastic day. So. The good thing was you could drink, have a good time, and you knew you were staying right on property and no problems. It's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was like yeah. us, because like, like at that race yeah, a couple weeks ago, we went to that Street Outlaws. I was, me and my brother, it was one of my best, it was, I'd have to say, that was like one of the, if probably the best day I've had in my life at a sporting event. I We had a great time that day, and it was, and the people were so wonderful, and I had a couple beers that day, and I wanted another one so bad, because you ever have those, and we've all had it, and I know what the answer to this is. But some days, the beer just tastes so much better than others. Am I wrong, John? No, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this they had it set up where they had an 18-wheeler set up there and had the kegs are hooked right to the truck, John. And it's off. The truck is cold. It has the freezer cart in the back of the go. truck. There you go. So the beer was cold all day long. They had it set up right. And they probably take this Coors Light truck from track to track. You follow me? So it was... And they had Yingling. They had like uh, four or five different offerings. But the beer was absolutely perfect. And John, it was five hours of beer. How much? How, how awesome is that for a sixteen-ounce draft at a sporting event? I mean, can you get any better than that? No, no. Knowing that you probably spend fifteen on the same beer at a Phillies game, right? Oh, so. absolutely. And it's piss warm. Yeah, I was gonna say, and it's also warm, so. Yeah, you got some guy carrying around in a tray all day. Oh, but ice cold. Oh, it was ice cold beer over here. <laughs> no, no longer ice cold beer. 
But uh, no, it was a, it was a real, and I wanted another one, but I knew I had to drive home an hour and a half, so there was no way I was doing that. But it, that's when it's even worse when it's that good and you want that that other one. So, but at least you could have what you wanted. And how strong was the Bloody Mary? Uh, it wasn't it wasn't over the top, but it was really good. It had a slice of bacon in it, candied bacon. So even though I didn't get to Edison the night before, we still ended up with our candied bacon. So. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer Bloody Mary in the morning instead of night, but it does sound good. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I like one in the morning too, but uh, nonetheless, it was it was a good drink. And uh, and the pork rind, pork skins, they were uh, amazingly fresh. I mean, uh, you know, growing up in the South, it's probably a staple of our <laughs> food. <laughs> Even though Orlando's not really the South, but still, uh, pork rinds are for sale everywhere. And I've only always just had them out of, uh, and believe it or not, Doug, they are not an unhealthy snack. <laughs> they mm. are, they're like cholesterol free and uh, low in calories. And so they're, they're actually not that bad for you at all. Um, but uh, I've only ever had them out of a bag and these were like fresh fried. So that was, uh, it was really, uh, really tasty. So That's good. enjoyable. So. I think what also happened is the other reason is at the end of the night, I know, I think that that acid from the tomato juice it would get to you after everything you ate all day i don't think that helped you either yeah yeah and then hindsight we probably should have started at this booth and wandered our way the other way so but exactly because i think at the end of the night all that acid on top of the other beers and and all food, the the chicken yeah. wings it <laughs> just fine that was kind of like getting the the lighter fluid and pouring on top of the fire exactly. after it was already lit so yeah but, but so you had a good time and uh, you had a nice night on Disney at Coronado and uh, that's a good thing, John. Yeah, yeah, I had a really good time and uh, Cor- and uh, like you said, Disney picked up the room for me, so it was it was nice. It was kind of a pain to uh, to do a one night stay because we had to pack everything and then unpack the, or you know repack the next morning and all that. But nonetheless, I am uh, not one to look to gift horse in the mouth, so I really appreciate it and we had a great time. So. And you got to spend my birthday at Epcot. Lucky you, John. Thanks, Doug. Thanks I was even rubbing it in more. That you guys didn't know is uh, John was privately texting me, Aha, idiot, I'm here on your birthday. <laughs> Look what I'm eating now. And that's what he was giving me all day long. You know, I didn't do that, but now that you say it, I should have. So <laughs> should have sent you little birthday sent messages all day. Uh, and I want to thank everybody on Facebook, too, for all the kind words and it kind of takes you back when all those people wish you happy birthday, don't it, John? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always surprising that uh, so many people think of you. So it's yeah. nice. And we'll stay on Epcot here, John, with the news. Uh, Epcot now in October, instead of opening up at 11 a.m., they're going to f- move it back finally to 10 a.m. So it's going to be opening an extra hour earlier, which I like that. I, I, love, I like that. Yeah, I like that, too. Off. Maybe that means the buses will start an hour earlier. So that's good. Yeah, and you'll get an earlier shift, right, John? Yes, yes, that's, yeah. the, that's the idea, so hopefully. So they'll be open earlier, and so will some of the other parks. So all the park hours are out there now for October, so if you guys want to go check it out, get, get on Disney's website and all the hours are there. Uh, Beast Castle covered in scaffolding at Be Our Guest Restaurant. They're, they're getting that all freshened up for the 50th. Uh, going back to Epcot, annual pass holders preview for Raddy's Remi, 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 <laughs> Ratatouille, Remy's Ratatouille adventure to take place through September. John, have you heard anything for cast member previews? 
Monday. Monday we sign up for them. So, awesome. Uh, I will be up. Uh, I got to work Monday. No, no, that's to, yeah, that's tomorrow. So I don't have to work until the afternoon. But I'll still be getting up somewhat early so I can jump on there and make me a reservation. So. Well, if you can get me and Brendan, maybe we'll fly down for it. I, I would. I don't even think I can get my son and my wife in right now. The first, the first preview is for cast members only, and then we can enter to win a backstage tour of it, and for uh, up to three or four people. But that I have to enter to try to win that. But yeah, right now the only people going are cast members. So. Well, I can't wait to see or hear what you think of it, John. Yeah, speaking uh, of that, this week I do have the uh, or the next week I have the preview for. Uh, uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser, which nobody in our listening audience is ever going to be able to afford. And if you can't afford it, send me some of your money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, they're going to have that set up at Coronado, and they're going to, and uh, I'm going to get a chance to look at some of the stuff they have set up. And I cannot, Doug, take any pictures. So, not allowed. So. I mean, the pricing from what I'm getting now is you know, five to five to eight thousand dollars for two people. The the lowest is is like over five grand for two people for two nights. I mean, I I just I just don't understand. I mean, I guess you have to take a second mortgage out or refinance your house or take the kids' uh, vacation or college funds or your retirement fund to go to this. For most people, I I think I think it'll be very popular like the first two or three years, and then I think it's going to die out. I I just yeah. don't see the re I don't see the redoability of it. I definitely see a lot of uh, goober Star Wars fans doing it the first year, year and a half. But as you said, I don't unless you know you've got a, a, a crop of kids over the next 20 years where you're, this is something you want to do every every time they turn nine years old or something, you know, and you got like five kids. Maybe you redo it like that, something like that. But other than that, I, I don't know who would do this more than once it seems like a once in a lifetime experience and believe me if you got the money to do it i'm not mad at you enjoy yourself have a great time but it's i you know and you're not gonna get that room and go to the other parks or anything this is a all-inclusive self or all-inclusive type of experience you know so you're not staying there and taking the bus over to animal kingdom so and food and park tickets is included, and drinks, but no alcoholic beverages. They can't afford to give you a couple beers, John, if you're there. Spend. I mean, if there's anything that you need after spending all that money, it's alcohol, John. <laughs> I would have to, I would have to seriously drown in my sorrows. So they know they're going to get another couple hundred out of you buying alcohol to forget about the last night you're there. I can't believe I spent this. And one of the guys on Twitter, it was hysterical. He had the audacity to say that maybe they'll give you a free droid and a lightsaber with it. I, I texted him back saying, listen, dude, they won't even give you free parking or a trip to the park anymore. You think they're giving you a lightsaber and a droid? They're going to let you, you're going to see a droid work and you're going to be allowed to use a lightsaber. And there's no way they're giving you one. Do you think, John? I doubt it, seriously. So, I don't know what this experience is going to include. I know there's going to be some cool stuff. Obviously, it's going to have to, or other people, otherwise people ain't going to. Ex- uh, nobody's going to spend that amount of money. But uh, so, no, but I don't see him giving you anything. So, oh, here's part of it. What what included in the Star Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, and what does it cost? Okay, two nights stay in a cabin or suite, 
ongoing immersive and interactive entertainment where choices determine your experience, food and beverages on the Star Cruiser, excluding alcoholic beverages and specialty beverages, and a quick service meal at Docking Bay 7, food and cargo, or other selected locations at Disney Hollywood Studios. Admission to the Hollywood Studios for the Planetary Excursion and uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge for one day on, on day two. Uh, valet parking, exclusive Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser data band, known, known on your home planet as the Magic Band. So you're going to get a special Magic Band. For a group of four, pricing is closer... It's saying to 6000 now. So, hold on. Presley decided to come in and read about the Star Cruiser. Now he wants to leave after hearing well, about see, the Star he, Cruiser. If he wanted to go on it, you would probably pay for it. So. I probably would because he gets whatever he wants. But it says two guests per cabin is $1,209 per guest per night. So, it's 4809 for two guests per cabin. So Because that would be, yeah. So I don't know where they're getting. I guess six thousand would be a little less, but it's saying twelve hundred and nine per cabin. Three guests per cabin is oh, okay. Here we go. Three guests per cabin is eight eighty nine a person, and four guests per cabin is seven hundred forty nine dollars per night. So you're talking like fifteen hundred dollars a person for two nights. So it would be forty eight oh nine for two or six thousand for four. Uh, that's real cabbage. I mean, you know what six thousand could get you with the other rooms on property? Yeah, quite a nice room. Uh, sample itinerary is arrive at terminal at one p.m. Launch pod to Star Cruiser one fifteen to one thirty. Ship orientation, then light refreshments. Sab saber uh, sab. Sabac S A B A C C lesson, John. What would that be? Sabac lesson. Sabac. Yeah, you know that game I got it right. Playing. Yeah, Sabac. Yeah, yeah, they're playing that in hand. They're playing. Uh, it's like a version of poker. Poker, oh, yeah. and that supposedly is how uh, Han Solo won the Millennium Falcon from uh, uh, Lando Calrissian. Okay, so you got Sabac lessons, then you got muster. What is muster? M U S T E R from four to four thirty. Uh, muster in the military is when everybody uh, comes to attention or goes to a certain area, and, and you muster. You basically all meet there. So. Okay. Then you got captain's reception at 4.30 to 5. Dinner featuring live music from 5.30 to 7. Then you got outer rim regalactia from 7.15 to 7.30. Then you got an unexpected story moment. For example, prove your metal to join our an elite smugglers ring hide a stowaway to help the resistance and that goes from 730 to 8 bridge training and then special atrium entertainment and then day two is when you head to the park so you're only at the park one day for this tow. yeah yeah on day two and then day three you get breakfast and they kick you the hell out move on so i mean they have droid racing competition on day two Build, model, ship, uh, story moment, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. So, I mean, I don't know. They're showing some of the food. It doesn't look bad, but, I mean, $6,000 for a family of four, that's real money. And, uh, I mean, 
nobody going doing this is pleading poverty. So I mean, uh, if you're gonna do it, you've got you've got the money to do it. So you'd it, be surprised, it, John, how many people are gonna get in credit card debt for this one. <laughs> I'm just saying, John. I'm telling you. I have a son, and I'd do anything in the world for him, but I'm not putting myself into a financial situation that I can't yeah. get out of. So I mean, yeah. it, it is what it is. Yeah, so. you're you're 50 now. You're almost 50. You know, I'm telling you, the 20 and 30 year olds. They're gonna. Oh, I got plenty of time to pay for this. I could just see. I could yeah, just but then see. you're gonna regret it for the rest of your life. It, ain't, it, ain't, it can't be that good. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. There's uh, people that can afford to go to to actually go to space. So you know. <laughs> there are, dude. But this is close enough that it's it's a you know reachable for obtainable for a lot of people. I could see the Disney Chase Visa sitting there with all these <laughs> all these names written all over. I'm just saying. You're laughing because you know it's true. Uh, I look at the complete refurbishment of the partner statue at the Magic Kingdom. That really looks good. They got a they got a ton of 50th anniversary merchandise coming out, John. So. Yeah, hopefully, and and nothing against what the 2021 merchandise looks like, but uh, not a big fan of it. It looks a lo- almost a little too late 80s, early 90s uh, design. So I'm looking forward to what the 50th stuff looks like. So far, I'm not like jumping on anything. It's it's uh, a lot of it's all the storybook kind of look. If you understand what I'm saying, John. I I mean, it's real. Uh, I'm not in love with any of it so far. Okay. I mean, uh, the one I like is Walt Disney World. There's one with Mickey Mouse that has the whole state of Florida, and it says open in October '71. I do like that. Uh, there's a Walt Disney World hoodie that's not bad because it's in dark, but. There's a lot of really gaudy and tacky stuff, too, if you ask me. Like, I'm not... It's just me, though. I'm not into gold as far as gold on my clothes. Does that make sense to you, John? Yeah. Yeah, nothing looks real fancy or real... I mean, I just don't even see a regular T-shirt other than that one you were talking about, so... Yeah, like, I'm in for that. Wouldn't you be? But not that color. I Hopefully, other colors are sold besides that bright yellow. Yeah, yeah. So, that's what I'd be hoping for, but... Anywho, uh, I got guests of mine that I've booked with uh, Davids, and they're asking me, uh, how, how am I getting to and from the airport? I said, stick your thumb out. What you got to do is lick your thumb and stick it in the air. And <laughs> but I told them, you're going to have to order from mirrors because they're going next June. So uh, Magic Disney's Magic Express Alternative Mirrors Connect is now accepting booking. So if you guys want to book, uh, go through mirrors directly now. And I have a funny feeling that they're going to continue to own that whole space where Magical Express was in the airport, wouldn't you think, John? Yeah, I would think so. That's that's Mears. Mears has been doing it anyway. Uh, yeah. Mears has run that transportation since it started. We're, we're not cast members that drive over there. Those are Mears employees and always have been. Um, so, I mean, basically all you're doing is, is you're going to have to, I guess, book it yourself now instead of having Disney do it. But it's basically the same thing. So. Yeah, not really. Hopefully, on the website, I'm gonna have to go back into the travel agent site to see if there's been any up been any updates because I don't understand it that they won't allow you to book that for your client, but they'll allow you to book their airfare through United Airlines. You under, or Mar- you yeah. understand what I'm yeah. saying? It's like you should still be able to book that for them, even and I'm sure you will. There'll be a tab where you're gonna to have to pay extra for it. That's all. Yep. Yep. Uh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor reopens a few days ahead of planned return i love monsters inc laugh floor brenda is not a fan but i am yeah yeah and until you get picked as that guy and then you have people asking you to buy them uh 
churros are, are all day, but just starting to bite you. <laughs> this is the most. This is the most horrible thing. But, of let all me the get, let me guess. Let me guess. Would it be pumpkins on Main Street? D- tell me that don't look stupid right now in August, John. <laughs> I mean, come on. You got to even admit August that what? it's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come August on. 8th. August eighth. And uh, these been it. out a few days. This has been yeah, like so three. Or f- came out the fifth then. So yeah, August fifth. I mean, like, who the hell went to see a pumpkin over Casey's corner right now at the Plaza you know, restaurant? Mean, it's just stupid. And and as much as they they do Halloween, so what's that? That's two months, almost three solid yeah. months ahead of time. That yeah. would that would be like putting Christmas decorations up on October first. Nope. It, Nobody it, does that. No. But but it, we it, can put the Halloween decorations up three months ahead of time. It just looks horrible. Like, who wants to see those? I mean, the banners are beautiful. Like, the the orange banners that are hanging and all there, the connections, uh, confectionery and all. But it's still, it's tacky for August, if you ask me, John. Uh, I don't, City Hall has the banners. It just, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, what's the purpose? At least wait till September when it's fall. Yeah, uh, somebody put out a tweet today that said, uh, uh, summer goes until September 22nd, so put your pumpkin spice down and let me finish my margarita. So, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred percent. I mean, I, I did, they got Joe Biden at the Hall of Presidents at record time this one, John, didn't you? Didn't they? Well, yeah, they didn't have to change uh, Hillary Clinton to look like him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they, they didn't. They they couldn't wait to get Joe in here. So Joe's all up and ready to go. I'm just shocked that they have Trump in Joe's frame. I'm surprised they didn't somehow put Donald like out, like behind, laying down on the ground or something, talking. Well, you know why his took so long. They had a special order of the orange dye for his hair. Yes, they probably did. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if Joe's going to forget his speech as he's up there <laughs> talking, John. What do you think? I don't know. Uh, they just put a cell phone in, in uh, Trump's hand, and he can be tweeting. So. Yes, absolutely. He could. Well, what he could do is they could go back and forth. He could tweet Joe what he should be saying right now. But it's funny. They, they. Uh, I wonder what they're going to do with. What uh, I wonder. I wonder who thought about putting him in the same frame. I'm frame. I'm shocked that they're. He's right behind Joe. Well, I think that's, that's how they always set him up. So the former president is right behind the. The guy that's the newest. Yeah, I usually thought they, I thought they'd put him way off to the side or in the broom closet somewhere. Uh, Walt, Disney, Walt Disney Annual Pass sales resume soon, John. You guys, are you even thinking about it? No, not with my my pass and stuff like that. And Lisa, has, Lisa gets 16 days a year, and obviously we haven't had a problem uh, so far. Uh, just uh, far sparingly using those, so uh, especially with the reservation system. No, if anything, we'll be probably getting universal passes again next year. So. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, Premier Access paid fast pass service begins at Disneyland Paris, so it's uh, it's uh, not long before the greed of the greed is good comes to uh, Walt Disney World, in my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this has been coming for a long time, and I think the pandemic gave them a uh, uh, an excuse to do a lot of stuff that they've been they've had on the back burner. So, like, uh, get rid of uh, free dining and uh, uh, this type of a paid service because they they saw what Universal and they that was doing, and they knew it worked. Um, so, yes, they're going to take any advantage to make more money. So, no, nah, it's it's ridiculous. 
enough is enough. I just wish they'd do away with a fast pass altogether then. I couldn't agree more. It's It does nothing but but hinders the park experience. If you're if you're desperate to ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, you should just have to get there 45 minutes before the park opens and wait in line like, you know, normal. So. Absolutely. Uh, construction walls removed from the Prairie Outpost at the Magic Kingdom. So that whole area that was the porches is done, not the boardwalk. And so the, the porch area is done over there now. <laughs> your, your covered porch area. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never said, come on out on my back boardwalk out here. Ain't that your deck, dog? No, it's my boardwalk. Come on walk on the boardwalk. It, it just, it, it, I don't get it. It's a deck. They're on a, a, a porch deck, not a boardwalk. A boardwalk is on the ocean. Do we agree on that, John, or on the water? I think so. I think that yeah. would be the correct term. So, oh, well, I, I mean, maybe this is good news for our boats, Doug. Uh, pontoon boat rentals returning to Walt Disney World Resort. So, marinas at three of the resort hotels will reopen later in August 2021 to resume pontoon boat rentals. The marinas returning to operation are at the Contemporary, Grand Floridian, and the Yacht and Beach Club. So, maybe that's an indication that if they're getting more boats running, so hopefully at some point we can see them at, uh, uh, I mean, obviously, when Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter open up, I would think they have to have the boats running by then, don't you? I would hope so. I mean, I think riding outside on a boat's a hell of a lot safer than riding on a monorail. I don't, I, I don't get that, Doug. I don't, I don't get <laughs> why those, why those aren't open. And we, we've mentioned, I don't know how many times. Why are the trams not running yet? What no. possible reason is the are the trams not to run? All so. the money they're saving, cheapy chapy, and money grubbing Bob is taking all that money. It's money. It's a money grab. It's, why would they give it to us if they don't have to? Either that, or they're just they're still having problems with the cast members be, uh, getting enough people out here. Because I don't know. I'm I'm obviously watching the news this morning. You see the same type of uh, stuff going on with the uh, airlines. Uh, the amount of canceled flights and uh, problems they're having with uh, airlines right now is ridiculous. And it's the same type of thing. They laid everybody off and they didn't bring enough people back and get them training in time to to meet the man, uh, to meet the the demand. You know, well, so. and who's to blame for that? The Harvard exactly. the geniuses up in the with all the, the white collar geniuses that uh, drug their feet and saved every penny they could. And now they're paying for it. And, and out here, Doug. Um, if anything, okay, so you're laid off and you, and you don't have your gig for nine months or a year. Why didn't they just, uh, once they were reopened, okay, so I can understand the first three months or so when, when the parks were all closed altogether um, and everybody was terrified and everything at that time. Once Disney World reopened to a partial thing, if people, especially in parking or in uh, uh, operations, the rides and attractions, were still laid off and they still weren't going to, uh, well, I guess maybe it would mess up with unemployment. I don't know, but why couldn't they bring them back once a month just to give them updates and to keep their proficiency in their training and stuff like that, you know? There's um, ways around that. that. Way, there's were, That wouldn't have hurt unemployment because if there's ways, like when I'm on, on like because of me working union, right, with my construction, I'm only allowed to work out of my union hall. So there's days like my boss will bring me back for one day or two days during when, when I'm off. All you do is when you file, you put in that one day you worked and how much you made that day. And then that yeah. come, deducts from what you made that week. 
so if I work a full week, I just won't get. If I work enough where I get paid more than what unemployment would have gave me, I don't get paid that. I don't get paid unemployment that week. I just go to the following and I stay on it. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. it makes no sense. They could have paid them for that day, or they could have stored their hours for them. They could have worked something out. I mean, Disney's the yep. biggest employer in Florida. They could have figured something out that they wanted to. And it and it seems like that would have been a good good idea because that's the problem that that they're having. I mean, is is the fact that it's it's taking so long to get a lot of cast members trained, and it's not like you know you you look at people and you think well that, that that's not all that big of a deal, but <laughs> even running uh, attractions takes four or five days of constant training to know all the spots and all the positions. So it, it's not like you can just bring a bunch of uh, high schoolers in off the off the uh, off the streets and let them go you know uh, you're not going to feel nobody's going to feel comfortable having a cast member without no. proper training ride running a ride so no it's not like hiring somebody to shovel dirt all day yeah here's a yes. shovel you put this in this container and you're good you don't need training for that but what you guys are doing they they, they should have had people back way sooner we've said it a million times but Again, they, they took advantage of it, and, and they, they've probably taken advantage of, of this right now, what they're doing with the trams. They're, they're, they're taking their good old time. Now they're thinking, like, people are having no problem getting in. Why am I going to give it to them? We'll, we'll stop this as long as possible. Yeah, man, I, I don't know. And they're all sitting out there. Every one of them's out in the parking lot. So, like, when I leave today and I drive past the Epcot parking lot, there's going to be five trams sitting out there, the city. So. Yeah, it's ridiculous because they're not, they didn't even, a tram, they don't even interact with the with the guest. Even when they're guiding people on, they're standing out in the middle of the parking lot. It ain't like they're standing next to everybody. That, would, that to me, would seem like the safest of yes. all. Uh, of, I mean, plenty of ventilation, yep. uh, separation between seats. Cast members don't even get near you. So nope. The driver's yeah. sitting in air conditioner. The yeah. person in the back is all by himself. There's Got no, wind yeah, in his face. Yeah, so. yeah. No, it's just a money grab. Is all I can see. Uh, center Drive entrance closed at Roadwork Continues at World Drive. How's that messing with you, John? So if I leave the Polynesian now and I'm going to Epcot, it's usually a five-minute drive and now takes about 20 minutes because oh, I have geez. to go all the way down World Drive to uh, Osceola Parkway and make a big U-turn and then come all the way back. And almost every time, if I don't remember to say to folks, I'm sorry, folks, there's some construction going on, so this is going to be about a 20-minute trip instead of a five-minute trip. About halfway through it, I'll hear, does the bus driver even know where he's going? He passed the <laughs> exit. Yes, I know where I'm going. Unfortunately, we have construction, buddy. So. Yeah, it's just sad. But the backseat drivers know the best. They're probably from Jersey, <laughs> those cocky Jersey bastards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it, I, oh, actually, I was going to tell you, I was standing in a lot. Oh, yeah, that's uh, another one we had. We had the ravioli in Italy. Um, and, uh, with the, the, uh, Alfredo sauce. And that was really good. And it was expensive. It was the most expensive vitamin we had, but you know how you have talked about how you can tell when it's fresh pasta and stuff yes. like that. You can tell that they actually took the chicken breast, they grilled it, then they chopped it up, then they put it into a ravioli that they had just made and made the Alfredo sauce from uh, real, you know, um, cream. Parmesan Reggiano yeah, cream. And cream. And, yeah. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was amazing for a just a grilled chicken ravioli how good it was, but it really was. But I'm standing in line there, and there's somebody in front of me, and, he, and she's talking to her mom about what to get, and she goes, I'll just get the the one with the mozzarella. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> her mom walked off, and I go, 
Jersey or New York? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, how do you know? How do you think? <laughs> yeah, come on. How don't you know? Uh, the Admiral Joe Fowler is ferry boat is receiving maintenance at the Seven Seas Lagoon because that was in an accident, remember? So yeah, they're fixing yeah, hit something, right? Yeah, somebody, one of the other boats hit it, I think, but they're it's fixing itself back up. New rooms done over at the Grand Villas at Disney Springs at Saratoga, so they really look pretty. All these rooms though are going to the white now. You notice that, John? Like plain, like all white. Yes. Yeah. It's like they're all the same with that too. So I think they can share linen. And then last but not least, John, because I got to let you go because I just looked up and I know you got to go eat lunch. Uh, you talked about uh, uh, the the restaurant reopening over at. Uh, uh, I can't even say Coronado Springs. There's a whole review on here at uh, to, to, Toledo. So I'd be interested. I want to go here with Brenda one day. It looks really, really nice. Yeah, it's a beautiful restaurant on top of the on top of that tower. So it should be a, a fantastic view of the uh, nighttime fireworks and stuff like that. So yeah, so yeah, I want to head over there because I think the views are going to be beautiful and. We want to try that out. So I'm going to let you go eat, John. What are you going to go have today? You got pack lunch? Uh, I got leftover uh, mashed taters, green beans, and country fried steak from dinner last night. Yeah, that sounds good. And I'll tell you what else is good, John. Me and Brenda watched uh, the making of the attraction that's on Disney+. Plus. We just watched the Haunted Mansion one. Have you seen that yet? No, actually, maybe I'll watch that when I'm on break. I still yeah, got my tablet, and I can put that on while I'm eating lunch. So. It's really, really good. Lisa would probably enjoy it if you download it. Okay. Yeah, it tells you, and it shows how they brought back the hat, the hat box ghost. Yep. So it was really good, and uh, Brenda really enjoyed it. We watched that yesterday, actually. So that's it's good programming over there. I want to say we're thinking about you, Tommy, and Judith, and all as well, and we're going to be drafting soon, right? Yeah. On their yeah, vacation. Gonna... I'm going to get that set up, so uh, no, I'm not going to put it on their vacation, even though Doug wants me to. So. $25 Disney gift card if you do that, John. <laughs> you hear that? You hear that, guys? He's trying to bribe me. I'm just saying, John. As Judith would say, I'm just saying. Hey, we need any advantage we can get. Tommy complained that he didn't think he had the proper... Uh, he was drafting on the beach, and he didn't have the proper intel last year. He couldn't concentrate the oh, way he needed okay. to. All right. So All right. I say we got to. Uh, I say we got to have it on. It's tradition. It has to be on their vacation again, John. <laughs> so, and uh, then 25-hour Disney gift card. It would be in the mail to to Florida if you do this for me, Johnny. <laughs> I'm getting bribed. Yeah, hey, at least I'm doing it in the open, John. I'm not going behind yeah, anybody's back, am I? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but anyway, everybody go get vaccinated. Everybody be kind to one another, and we will talk to you soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. Bye, guys. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.